0: Well, since Missouri already has a new defensive line coach, obviously no, a lot has gone wrong there. But what else were the culprits on Saturday? Plus, what were the few things that went right? And also, a local four-star recruit surprisingly sticking around Columbia, it would seem. All this and more coming up now on Locked on Mizzou. You are locked on Mizzou. Your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hail hey, you, true sons and daughters! I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball each and every weekday. And thank you for making me your first listen. Make your Second listen of the day, Locked On Cardinals, with another fellow true son, Lucas Smith. He's breaking down your St. Louis Cardinals on the eve of the wild card game. Check him out wherever you get your podcasts for free. And also, this show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and please tell them that Locked On sent you, but you know what? I do have more on this Tennessee football game, but before we get there, surprise, surprise, surprise. Yet another 11 a.m. kickoff for your Missouri Tigers at home for the Texas A&M game this time on October 16th. If you're not at Faroe Field and, well, after that Tennessee game, I can't totally blame you, you can watch it on The big boy, SEC Network, no plus, just get it on your regular cable package. But you know what, for as much crap as Missouri's defensive line has gotten so far in this young season, and deservedly so, I was saying that Jethro Franklin was a bit of a scapegoat yesterday, and I, I still stand by that, but at the same time, boy, the defensive line's definitely had a lot of problems. Unfortunately, on Saturday, I thought that was probably Missouri's worst performance on the offensive side of that equation as well. In fact, the first play of the game, it was one of many confusing moments for Missouri's protection. There was at least three different moments when they just seemed confused about who to block. And it wasn't a matter of not having enough men to block. There were several occasions, again, including the first offensive snap of the game, where Missouri slid the protection to the left, but then number 11 for Tennessee is left unblocked, and he just runs right at Connor Bazalak. Really bizarre, because number 72 for Missouri left blocking absolutely no one in this equation. So somebody's got to explain that blocking situation to me. Later in the ball game, again, Basilak takes a big shot, another near pick six, basically. We were fortunate that that ball wasn't intercepted, but really Basilak was just surprised that he was under that much pressure immediately. You saw that Daniel Parker slid over to the left side on the play. Well, once again, you had big pressure from the right side, leaving Tyler Beatty one-on-two to block two defenders. That's not exactly what you want. Again, when Daniel Parker, one of your best blockers on the team, is searching around on the left side to block nobody. So just a lot of confusing moments for the Missouri offensive line, their protection schemes in general, that got the offense completely off of kilter. Now, obviously, when you're looking up the scoreboard and suddenly you're down 21-3, to 3, you're down 28-3 in the first quarter, well, that's going to get you off kilter as well. No question about that. And I have to say, Jalen Carlisle, Missouri free safety, maybe has been our best defender so far this season, at least through the force the first four weeks. But even Carlisle, was not immune from having a rough game on Saturday. In fact, I had a tough time picking out anyone on the defensive side of the ball after reviewing all the first half snaps in particular very closely from the All-22 perspective. And boy, Carlisle just multiple times frankly looked confused. And I, I really think that this is where Steve Wilkes did... His team a real disservice, and in particular, his safeties. Often, not only did they look confused about where to line up, I'd mentioned before that Carlisle and notably Sean Robinson were switching out spots at the last second before the snap at times, but too often to me, including on the first touchdown pass by Tennessee, our safeties were just in no man's land. They were neither in the box helping against those between the tackles, run plays that Tennessee favors, but also not deep enough to actually take away any type of deep shot down either the sidelines or the middle of the field. Now, what Tennessee did on that touchdown pass, they had two receivers stacked wide to the left side. In other words, one receiver lined up right behind another. Well, they basically used... That natural pick motion there to get the guy open downfield on a post. But you know what? If you actually listen to what I would say, well, you would have, you'd either be playing cover one or cover three, meaning you have a single high safety in the middle of the field. That's a much easier throw, a post route with no help over the top than a ball down the sidelines, for instance. It's just a much more difficult throw. And again, Carlisle, on that play, you go back and watch it, all he's really taking away pre-snap is a possible slant pattern over the middle. Because, again, he's not really helping out against the run. He's definitely not helping out against the deep pass. So, to me, I I just once again have to question the Steve Wilkes tactics here. Now, obviously, the Missouri offense had its problems as well, including the fact that they gave up eight tackles for loss. Again, a lot of that was, to me, miscommunication on the offensive line. And also a season-high nine penalties and a tenure-high, if you will, for Eli Drinkwitz, 96 yards. That's the most yardage of penalties that a team has given up under Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri. Also, obviously, a couple interceptions by Basilac for the second consecutive week. But you know what? There were some good things to look at, and I do want to talk about that. And also, again, that local four-star Missouri football recruit, the scuttlebutt is it looks like he's surprisingly leaning Missouri's way after a long and winding road. But first, I do want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, And that's Prize Picks. Yes, as I delayed there to find the copy. You know what, college football fanatics? Have you heard about Prize Picks? Well, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And that's what we want, right? Daily fantasy a little bit too complicated at times. Well, Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy, offering more props than anyone in the world and offering all the star, the star players of the Power 5, as well as your under-the-radar mid-major players who you just might have a bit of an edge on that others might not. That's kind of what you want, right? So all of our users that deposit and use the promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But once again, in order to get that 100% instant deposit, up to $100, you got to use the promo code LOCKED ON. So check out prizepicks.com on your web browser or download the app in your App Store. Prizepicks is daily fantasy made easy. And by RockAuto.com, our title sponsor. And I tell you, it's nice to have variety in the world. It really is. And In this day and age, you got a lot of variety in vehicles. You can get everything from your massive dually pickup truck to a a Subaru to a Tesla, Prius, whatever it might be. Well, But the problem is with so many numbers of makes and models, now you can't just go down to the corner store and expect that they're going to have the exact part or type of oil, for instance, or battery that you need on your car. Well, guess who has it? It's rockauto.com. They've been around for more than two decades. They know exactly how to run an auto parts company. They have a massive inventory. Go to their website today and explore and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Once again, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your vehicle and write, Locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. On the positive side of the ledger for Missouri, and yes, believe it or not, there were some positive things that happened in that football game. Among them, it sure seems like good things happen when Boo Smith touches the ball, especially on downfield routes. For whatever reason, that guy just has a knack for getting open. Perhaps he and Connor Bazelak have good chemistry for whatever reason, but maybe Missouri should strongly consider getting Boo Smith on the field a little bit more. And obviously, Missouri's special teams have been a real plus Unfortunately, of course, the one snap the one well, it wasn't a snap, it was a kickoff. the one play I should say that I failed to get before the the fourth quarter got underway before garbage time truly got underway. The only video I didn't have of the all twenty two footage was of course, chris abrams drains hundred yard touchdown return, but obviously. You're not expecting a lot of kickoff returns in 2021. But one thing you can count on, though, gosh, it really seems like Harrison Mevis is just money. What can you say? What more can you say about Harrison Mevis? Not only has the guy got an incredible leg, he's incredibly accurate, it's exactly what you want out of a kicker. Meanwhile, Sean Ketting continues to boot the ball through the end zones for touchbacks at a over a 90% rate, whatever it is. He's incredible. And Grant McKinnis, just an excellent punter, doing a really nice job of keeping the ball inside of the 20, keeping the ball out of the end zone, not getting touchbacks. Unlike Sean Ketting, yes, you actually want to avoid touchbacks often as a punter. He's doing a heck of a job of that. And you know what? One thing that we talked about, it was definitely asked about, I should say, in Eli Drinkwit's recent press conference, his post-game press conference, was about not pulling Connor Bazelak at the end of the ball game. And well, to that, Drinkwitz said, he needs every rep he can get. Well, I got to admit, I was one of the foolish people who stayed at that Tennessee football game until there was about five and a half minutes on the clock. One of the reasons I stayed there, I thought we might at least get to see a little bit of Brady Cook, at least, you know, Elijah Young, somebody. I got to say, I was really surprised that we didn't see some backups because if you're not going to play them now, when are they going to get a chance? Especially the Tyler Beatty thing. You know, another 21 carries for him, another few touches on top of that in the passing game to me in a game that was utterly devoid of meaning, give Elijah Young some touches. Give him 10 touches in the fourth quarter. Run him into the ground. Maybe you can get a little lather up, get a little rhythm, get something going. Maybe you can carry that forward to the rest of the season because, once again, Missouri certainly needs another running back. You saw B.J. Harris, the true freshman. He had a carry for 14 yards. That was his only touch though. Why not give him a little action too? To me, that was a missed opportunity. I understand Drinkwit's point in some ways that Bayzleck, yeah, it was a rough game. We need to see need to get rhythm. There's not that much practice time these days, so every rep is very important. Every game rep is really important. But to me, I just think by the fourth quarter, there wasn't a whole lot productive that was gonna happen. For the absolute surefire starters on this team. And Basilac is definitely one of them. And you know what? Over at Betonline.ag, Missouri is a 19 and a half point favorite this Saturday for homecoming against North Texas. And holy Toledo, that's a big line. I realize North Texas is nothing to write home about, but my goodness, I would not touch Missouri with a 10-foot clown pole there, as Krusty the Clown once said. But a 67.5 point total? Now, the over, that seems pretty attainable. Now, from what I understand, I haven't taken my deep dive on North Texas yet, but they move the football pretty fast. I got to imagine they might move it even faster after reviewing the Tennessee tape this past week. So maybe consider over 67.5, but definitely don't touch that Missouri line. But regardless, you got to go to betonline.ag, sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use the promo code LOCKED ON, don't forget the promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus. At bet online your online sportsbook experts and by sweatblock. yes, the doctor recommended doctor created sweat block wipes their dry shirt guarantee if Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry. well, it's really simple. you get your money back. so you know they're very confident in their product and you know who else you know who else is confident in their product firefighters. So if, they're, if they believe in this product, I'm pretty sure that armchair quarterbacks like me and you can benefit from this as well. Wear what you want, wear it with confidence, and it'll be our little secret. So here's the deal. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code Locked On, or at Amazon or CVS. So you may remember a four-star defensive end from Boonville, DJ Wesolak, a few weeks back, I believe this past summer, released a rather lengthy list of schools that he was considering for his college services, and one of them wasn't Missouri. Again, despite the fact that seemingly half of Division I football plus Oxford and Cambridge were being considered by Wesolak. Well, Missouri was not. So you'll have to forgive me if this summer I assumed that, well, I should just scratch his name off the list for a guy that's going to be a Tiger. But you know what? Gabe DeArmond, this past Friday, during his chamber report at PowerMizzou.com, well, he said that actually it's now looking like Wesilak will probably end up at Missouri, and in fact, Maybe Weselak overplayed his hand a little bit, it sounds like. Because in fact, what Gabe said is that at the end of the day, Missouri will probably be ultimately his best committable offer. That was the wording there, committable offer. Because, well, a lot of times kids will get an offer, quote-unquote. They'll get offered a scholarship, but apparently there's offers and then there's offers. In other words, there's offers that... If they say, hey, we're offering you a scholarship, and you say, cool, I would like that scholarship, well, they'll take you that second. And then there's other ones where it's just more like, hey, we're really interested in you. Potentially you could have a scholarship. I don't know. That all sounds a little bit fishy to me. But apparently this is the reality of high school recruiting. And, you know, if you listen to a lot of people, again, this is Boonville, Missouri. There's a lot of local high schools around that have seen DJ Wesolak play football. And I think the reality is right now he has excellent measurables, excellent athletic ability, but maybe not the most polished football player in the world. Again, that's just the supposition, the rumor and innuendo you're hearing around mid-Missouri right now. But regardless, again, he's a a kid who's rated four-star. There's a reason he's obviously very talented but this would be considered a recruiting win for Missouri, for sure. It's just sort of bizarre that seemingly at the beginning of this process, just a few weeks, few months ago, that Missouri was in no way considered whatsoever. And this was during Drinkwitz, so it's not as though a lot has changed here. But who knows? Again, that's the scuttlebutt on the street. This was all before the Tennessee disaster and the firing of defensive line coach Jethro Franklin, by the way. Who knows what kind of relationship the Jethro Franklin and DJ Weselak had or have or, or didn't have, quite frankly. So that's all a bit of interesting sort of speculation as well. But regardless, if you thought there was no chance that Missouri was going to get Boonville product, DJ Weselak, well, it's looking like it's pretty likely he could be in a Tiger uniform after all. But you know what? Thank you once again for joining me on this program. Thank you for making this your first listen of your podcast day. And if I were you, make your second listen locked on SEC. Get all your daily SEC news in less than 30 minutes a day with our boy Chris Gordy. So, Until next time, I am John Miller, and you have been listening to Locked on Mizzou.